All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of The Successful Failure. It is me again and me alone again today. Uh, I'm feeling a little frisky today. I am. I just had did an episode with Big John Luna. You know what I mean? He dipped out. I was editing a little bit, and then I decided to run one of these solo podcasts after him. Feeling a little frisky. I don't. I, this is my first time doing this, guys. This is my first time doing this. So if you guys are seeing this, that means the episode went well. And if not, then it's just for me. But anyway, you know, here we are. Um, let's see. Jan- January thirty first, guys. Today is January thirty first. Um, it's a special day today. It's a special day. This weekend I'm going to Vegas. I'm going to Vegas for uh, a friend's birthday. We, we it's like a tradition where. Once a year, it, it's not that long of a tradition. It only started about two years ago. But the tradition is, is that we go and play golf. Now, in the years past, the past two years, he, uh, we had like, he was able to get like 20 people. But this year, it's just going to be me and him. It's just going to be a uh, best friend's getaway on the golf course. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know where I'm going. That. But anyway, today's January 31st. And I hit my friend up. I hit him up to see what the plans are this weekend. And on the phone, I literally tell him that I start off with, I totally forgot what I was going to ask you. And he goes, oh, I thought you were going to wish me a happy birthday. And guys, that's the kind of friend I am. If you need a friend to forget you on your birthday, then you fucking shoot me a DM on the day of your birthday, with, with your birthday, and I'll forget it. I don't know where I'm going with that, but I forgot my best friend's birthday. That's where I'm going with that. That's the kind of friend I am. You know what I mean? Uh, I may not be, I may not be, I can't even run that joke because it, it won't, this is, oh God. But anyway, yes, we, um, my best friend is uh, Tim Esposito. He is turning 35. He's turning 35. He is uh, one of the first out of my friends turning 35. Um, and that just really, you know, I want to talk about that for a second, actually. I want to talk about getting older because turning 34 and, you know, you go through some mind shifts. You know what I mean? Um, number one, you become, I, in, in, in my regard anyway, in, in, in my experience, I think you become a lot more uh, realistic in life. You know what I mean? Uh, this is just an example. Uh, back when I was in high school, I thought I was going to be uh, a six foot three quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. And um, clearly, sometimes life doesn't work out for some for most people. You know what I mean? Here I am talking to two cameras, and the Niners are actually going to the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Niners. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't watch sports anymore, but that still is my team. So I'm representing in heart. I won't do it over social media because I feel like a jackass because I don't watch sports. Um, but you know, it, again, turning older. Uh, you know what? No. Nothing changes when you get older, guys. Nothing changes. I just did a podcast with John Luna today, okay? And I wanted to make it more interesting because I felt like I was doing too much inside baseball with comedy. So I tried to switch things up a bit, and I found a, um, basically a, a chart on the internet showing the different penis sizes of different animals around in the world. You know what I mean? Um, I said it on the podcast with John Luna. I'll say it again. The shrew... Despite what you think, it's not an Asian man with the smallest penis. It's actually a shrew. A shrew has a penis of a fifth of a fifth a fifth of an inch. 
fifths of an inch. So fuck you, Shrew. That's one for Asian people, zero for you, you bitch. Guys, this is where life has taken me. I am talking shit on a shrew. Do you think it knows it has the smallest penis in the world? you think a shrew goes around to other shrews? I, that's actually a good question, you know what I mean? Like, do, do shrews go around to other shrews, to other animals, like Asians do, going around to different ethnicities around the world, knowing that on average, per capita, that they have the smallest penis. Who knows? I don't know. I don't go around walking, doing that. I don't know if, other, if Asians do it, but I don't. But then again, I don't speak for all Asians. And then again, I don't even know if I'm Asian. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm Filipino, and people tell me I'm Pacific Islander. I'm like, guys, let's just, just pick one. What am I? Am I Asian? Am I Pacific Islander? Am I black? Just pick one, guys. Just pick one. The amazing thing about about um, getting older, though, now I, you know, just taking it back there. The amazing thing about getting older is that all the things that you used to make fun of your parents for telling you that, you know, like, that, oh, my back hurts. Oh, your knees hurt. Uh, oh, you're forgetful. All those things that your parents used to tell you about that you made fun of them for actually turns out being true, guys. I, I am very forgetful. I am very forgetful. I don't know what I'm forgetting to do, but that just proves the point. I'm very forgetful. Um, so yeah, dude, you know, it, it's weird. Right? Tim is my, Tim, happy birthday, Tim. Even though you're gonna probably see this probably next week and you're, you're probably actually not gonna see it, guys. That's, that's how much, that's how you know he's my best friend. That's how you know someone's your best friend when they don't watch anything that you do. They don't support anything that you do. You know what I mean? I tried. I don't think he's heard one episode of my podcast. Not one. He doesn't even have social media, so he can't even see my clips. And yet I consider this guy my best friend. You know, that, that's interesting. That's interesting. I, I really have to reevaluate my best friend. I really do. What was I going to talk about? Uh, oh, yes, I'm wearing, so I'm wearing this Tropicana uh, windbreaker today. It's, the, it's a hotel and casino out in Las Vegas. And uh, the reason why I'm wearing it today is because they announced that, I think I, think I saw it yesterday, but they announced that they were going to close April 2nd of this year. April 2nd of 2024, the Tropicana Hotel and Casino is going to close down. And I will be honest with you guys, I I'm very sad about that. Um, the Tropicana, actually, that place holds a place in my heart dearly, uh, more nearly. That's from a movie, guys. I can't remember what. Uh, I think it's Meet the Parents, Ben Stiller, you know, when he's doing the prayer at, uh, at the dinner table. But no, the, the Tropicana, the Tropicana holds a special place in my heart because um, after high school, um, one of our friends, me and Tim's friend, um, he, he got a job at the, at, at the Tropicana Casino at the pool to be uh, like a lifeguard. And 
he was his grandma at the time was uh, head of HR or something like that. So she hired all the homies. So it was basically um, three of my best friends working there, and then me going to hang out because <laughs> your boy didn't fucking want to work. Your boy didn't want to fucking sit in the fucking Las Vegas summer sitting and watching drunk people swim. I wanted to be the drunk person swimming, guys. Fucking lifeguard job. Give me a break. What a bunch of losers. Those are my friends, guys. They were lifeguards at the Tropicana Hotel and Casino. What a bunch of losers. Okay? I don't know what's more sad. The fact that they made money over there or I went there and spent money. Okay? You, if you guys know anything, a thing or two about the Tropicana Casino... This, we graduated high school in 2007. So basically, the summer of 2007, 2008, and 2009... That was my place to go. Uh, I would go there and hang out. Not a lot, but I would go there and hang out. I didn't like the heat. I didn't like the heat. But yeah, dude, dumb friends. You know what I mean? If you're going to work, don't be a lifeguard. What are you doing? You can't even make tips. Go serve people food. Go clean some tables. You hear that? That sound effect? Go be at EMT. You can't make tips off that. But I'm sure if someone's dying and you ask for like a $50 bill to, fuck, to, to successfully perform CPR, I guarantee you that that $50 is coming out fast, y'all. What the fuck? My friends were lifeguards, dude. They would sit in the hot sun all day sunburning, gathering wrinkles on their face. While I sat under the shade in a cabana with a mimosa, just enjoying life. Enjoying life. Morons. <laughs> work. Who needs to work? Go out and live your dreams, guys. Don't work. You don't need to pay rent. You don't need to pay bills. You may need to pay taxes, but you, you, you can find ways to make money that doesn't consider you that, you know. But anyway, guys, yeah, the Tropicana Hotel and Casino. That's very sad that they're going they're going under. You know, Vegas has a really rich history of these casinos. You know, I don't. I, I, I am I out of focus again? God damn it! What is going on here? I can't even tell. Who cares? Um, yeah, Vegas has a really rich uh, <laughs> history with like the mob and opening casinos out there. It's it's really interesting. Meyer Lansky, you had. You know, other gangsters like you know, Meyer Lansky, other gangsters probably like, you know, uh, uh, Free Ray Ricky Ross, you know what I mean? Probably started something out there. You know what I mean? You got uh, El Chapo probably. Um, just a whole bunch of gangsters, dude. A whole bunch of gangsters. Speaking of which, you know, I actually don't think I can talk about this. I wanted to get into uh, my best friend Tim. I wanted to get into the history of his father, and I don't know if I can actually say this out loud. I will say this, though. I will say this. Um, we would have these... Uh, we, I, went to, as, I went to a Catholic school growing up, and, you know, you know how Catholics get during Christmas time. We had, we had the, uh, the last nativity, or whatever it is, the last scene of, you know, Jesus being born, um, which, by the way, I actually... Okay, I don't know how, which story to tell first, I don't know where to go with this, but basically, I'm, I'm going to finish about talking about Tim's dad. But basically, I was, for one of those, uh, like, nativity scenes, I was a sheep, 
And this was a time where for like arts and crafts, you get graded on kind of like the costume that you would bring in. And me being the crappy Asian that I am, I totally forgot about it. And I didn't pick up a, uh, like a, a, a costume for it. Everyone else had, you know, either made theirs or went to get buy one. Tim, Tim's mom actually took like, I think a jacket or something like that and just super glued or hot glued a bunch of cotton balls on it. it looked like a sheep. Me, I took my, um, I took my 100, my sister's 101 Dalmatian Disney blanket, flipped it inside out where it was white on the inside and I used duct tape. <laughs> I didn't even cut any holes. I just wrapped it around me and used duct tape to hold it to me. Guys, it took about all about three minutes until that fucking costume started falling apart. It was the most embarrassing thing in the world. I actually got like a B on my costume only because I think that the art teacher actually felt bad for me. Felt bad that I had, that that was my costume. It wasn't my fault. I didn't know. All right, it's not like Tim where his mom was helping him. I had no help. I had no help. I didn't know. It was close enough for me. A sheep is white, right? Close enough for me. Well, do you, what, did you expect me to go out there and skin a sheep myself? <laughs> Give me a break. Give me, <laughs> I'm a 34-year-old podcaster comedian. Give me a break. But anyway, talking about Tim's dad. Uh, it was like our eighth grade year. We were 13. He, Tim's dad, he, comes, he shows up. In an all cream white, not just white, cream white suit, smoking a fucking cigar. Guys, Tim Esposito is a fucking Italian. This guy came up rolling up like he was a fucking mob boss. And we told Tim, the whole class told Tim we thought his dad was a mob boss, and Tim ran with it for years. We were all afraid of his dad for years. I'm going to tell you this story because this is what made me realize that I wasn't supposed to be afraid of Tim's dad and maybe I'll cut it. I'll run it through Tim. You know what I mean? I'll run it through him and then we'll see what happens. But there, T Tim's family, they, every summer they had a house in Florida and every summer they would go to Florida. So basically we would never be able to hang out during the summers because this kid would be in Florida and like, it wasn't even the dope part of Florida guys. It was, it's Melbourne, Florida. It's a bunch of old people. Tim tells me all the time, it's just a bunch of old people just lathering up in the, with their leathery skin and just old, just super old, like really old. But anyway, the summer after high school, Tim obviously was an adult now and he decided to stay. And Tim's dad is actually a professional poker player. He was in the World Series, World Series of Poker in Vegas. Um, so the whole family left and it was just Tim and his dad and obviously the boys, you know what I mean? That's where... <laughs> That's where we'd hang out. You know, we would never throw parties, but we'd play beer pong with each other naked. You know what I'm saying? We'd hop in the hot tub with each other buck naked. Buck naked, y'all. Buck naked. It was a good time. Four dudes, buck naked, teens. Yeah, I know some of you out there, some of you listen to this, you guys like your teens, your teen boy, naked boys, you sick bastards, you. Anyway, so one morning... I show up to Tim's house to obviously hang out. Like I said, I, I wasn't working at the pool. But I go over to Tim's house and hang out, and his dad was passed out on the couch. 
also buck naked. Now, I know that seems weird, but we weren't getting naked at the same time, guys. <laughs> we, we, we would make sure Tim's parents weren't home when we were getting naked, okay? But anyway, I don't know what Tim's dad was thinking. Big, you know, big guy, I'm sorry that I got to tell this story, but this is a great story. But anyway, so long story short, guys, he was passed on the couch, butt naked, Tim's dad, the big guy. I show up, and he's trying to run up the stairs as I walk in. And I'm pretty sure our other homies were there, if I can remember. And I just remember him walking up the stairs with, like, a piece of pillow covering his dick. But as he goes up the stairs and and turns his back towards us, going up the stairs, all we see is this fucking dad ass and balls. This mafia guy's dad ass and balls is all we see. Now, it may not seem funny right now, but to four 18-year-old boys, that was probably the funniest thing I had seen up to that point in my life. My best friend's dad's ass and balls. Tim's dad and ass has the same balls, guys. <laughs> they got the same balls. They got the same balls. <laughs> oh, guys, you know, that's that's one thing I do actually like about these solo podcasts is I can really be myself. You know what I mean? I can really be myself. Now, whether you guys like me or not, that's totally fine. You're allowed to hate me. That's totally fine. Sometimes I wake up and I hate myself. Like I said in the other podcast, I hate myself. You know what I mean? Not every day, but uh, but yeah, guys, you know, th th that's pretty much all I wanted to touch up on today. I don't know how long this went for, um, but I just wanted to, you know, it, it all started off with a phone call to my best friend. The phone call to my best friend to completely forget that it was his birthday, uh, which, no, I'm, and I'm joking too. He does support me, guys. He does. He's actually... Uh, I'm doing just like a little open mic in Las Vegas on Sunday, and he's actually he, him and his girlfriend are going to show up. That's how that's how, an, an open mic, guys. Not even like a wise guys open mic type type of bucket thing. You know what I mean? It, an actual open mic where he's got to sit through other people probably getting coked the fuck up. There was a couple guys there. I, it's the same place I went to last time. I saw some guys there. They were coked up. You know, tall tell signs, the sniffling, the rubbing the nose. The fucking, uh, <laughs> you know, typical signs, typical signs that we see from <laughs> typical signs that we see from your stereotypical cocaine user. Now, I'm not judging, but next time share next time do pass that along. And if we make eye contact and I'm like, share, I'm just kidding, guys. You know, I, I don't I don't do that kind of stuff. I don't. I don't. I don't pay for it anyway. I don't pay for it. You know? That's how you guys... Guys, that's how you not become an addict. If you can get shit for free... If you can get shit for free... If you can go out there and find an eight ball for free... And you don't even got to do for it because you didn't pay for it. You know what I mean? You don't got to do all of the, of the 3.5 grams of cocaine... You know what I mean? You can you can do like a half a gram and just be done with it because you didn't pay for it. Or you can do the 0.5 and then sell it, say it's an eighth, and make a little money off that. There you go, right? That's that's how drug dealers do it, I suppose, right? They, they buy bulk, they do a little bit for themselves, and then they make money 
reselling stuff. Guys, that's a, that's a pretty good business. Why are we stopping that? Why are we going out there and stopping that, that entrepreneurial mindset? If you want to go sell drugs, then you sell drugs. Just make sure you take the fentanyl out, but go sell it. This is definitely not a show for kids, and I realize that. Um, it's actually funny because I told John Luna, I was just like, yeah, man, I'm trying to make, you know, when guests come on, I'm trying to make it more, make it more fun. You guys fucking, I don't have to say this again. I don't have to say it again. You guys have heard, almost heard me say it all. You know what I mean? There are words I won't say. You know what I mean? I, I, the words that I won't say, I probably can't pronounce. I probably don't even know that they're words. Um... But I'll pretty much say anything else. You guys know this. You guys do know this. I will pretty much say <laughs> anything else. Which, you know, could be a bad thing. But some people get laughs out of it. Some people do. Guys, I'm going to end it there because, you know, this has just gone falling flat. But, hey, guys, if you know, if, if you ever find yourself in Vegas before April 2nd of this year, go and check out the Tropicana Casino. It's not the most aesthetically pleasing, but you know, it's, it's, it's one of those historic places. And that's sad too. That's one thing I, I wish Vegas didn't do. That's one thing that, that I like, I love about downtown Las Vegas is that they actually keep those historical places up. Like the El Cortez, bro, bro, bro. If I could tell you some of the stories at the El Cortez that me and the homies, me, my homie fucking J.O., the homie Barzer, we, his name's Czar, you know, spelled C-Z-R, but, you know, we ain't fucking with that C-shit, so we call him Barzer. My boy Killabrew, Zach Killabrew. Oh, man, dude, the times we had down there. Some good times, man. Some good times. Can I think of one right now that's uh, I can tell on camera? Can I think of one? Uh, uh, no, you know what? Yeah, actually, I will tell one. This is uh, when I was first single. I when I first got out of a long term relationship, um, I didn't know how to talk to women. So what me and a couple of homies did is we watched. I don't remember their names, but there were three dudes. It was an Asian guy, an Indian guy, and then uh, the guy looked like the other guy looked like half Asian, half white. But they would go around and they would fucking pick up chicks, dude. They'd pick up chicks and low key, <laughs> that shit worked, my guy. That shit work, my guy. No, it didn't work for me. The whole thing with picking up ladies or guys or whatever you're into, the whole thing, y'all, about it is you got to have confidence. You have to have the confidence to look them dead in the eye, look them right in the eye, and say, hey, you look wonderful tonight. 